It's Robert from Corporate Break. We are here to help leaders to connect the dots, get more insight and share experience to leap benefits of well-informed decision. Strategy elements are very often not appreciated. They are treated as a single statement not understood by a majority. But 2020 proved that without a good plan and complex approach to your strategy, it is very difficult to survive in the new reality. I will be talking today with my guest, Ben Esmail. Ben is a business development manager with combined experience in areas such as project management, business transformation, strategy implementation and many more. He holds senior roles advising leaders and being part of many international projects. Hi Ben, how are you doing today? Very good. Um, it's, um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy, I'm happy as well. Before we start, I would like to admit something. Last time, there was a lot of excitement when we record the first episode, but this time is something different for me. It's actually uh, kind of the information also for to everybody that we are going to keep doing it uh, further. And this is something that excites me even more. Today, the subject is strategy. So it is also related to something what we talked last time, but today we will be more specific and we say what is the strategy, how the how or why it is important, how it influences our organization. So to start very quickly, let's start from the definition of a strategy. Let's tell us what the what the strategy is and why the organization needs it. Okay, all right. Um so strategy in a nutshell, it is not about winning and losing. So the, the first, this is very important to understand the strategy is just to be on the game, right? Um, and, and, and shape that game for your purpose. So you just achieve what you want with, with your business. And, and it's about actually thinking forward, right? And then reflecting backwards and define um, actions of the presence that take you to the state of the futures. So that, that's the definition of strategy. But it's really important, actually, to mention one thing is that most, most people get confused between operation effectiveness and strategy. And they call both of them strategy, which is not really the right thing. So operation effectiveness is exactly doing the same things as your rival or competitors, but better. Strategy is completely different. It's, it's doing something different. And, and strategy, actually, it's what gives you business an edge over your, your peers in the market and, 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 and ensure sustainable growth. And this is what you're actually looking at in the, uh, in the organization. In terms of the um, communications and how that's really um, important, um, so I'd like to tell a quick story um, before we go uh, or before we link to why communication matters in strategy. So if you, if you go to any organization, if you go to any businesses and you go to the floors and you pick a hand, handful of people, random peoples, and then you put them in the rooms and, and ask them a few questions. For example, how clear you were on where the CEO is taking the business or how, or how clear you were on decisions that impacted people's domains and, and why those decisions have been made, right? And then if you ask them, what's your role in your organizations? So you will look to the faces across the rooms and most of them, they will be confused and organized and can't even be sure why they are there. And actually they, they kind of show up to, um, uh, every day and, and do what they think is their best. It's not because they, they're, not, they're not good peoples, they are. But the problem is that there's no proper communications. Strategy just continue to be that nice statement. 
So what's what and in, in understanding that you understand automatically what roles the strategy plays, right? It's actually the blueprint for the business to define what direction we're taking and then also gives the people the purpose, right? And and and, and, and this is exactly what role the strategy plays and how that intertwined with the communication. So good strategy with a good communication give people purpose and take the business where they want to be. Good. I think it's a it's a good definition. But I would like to come back to this definition a little bit because you talk about the communication and the kind of a kind of a common purpose that the, that we have as an organization, and you talk also about the people that people don't know how the strategy look like, or maybe they know how they look like, but they don't but they don't they don't know uh, how the strategy influences their daily task, and here we have a statements like a mission, vision, and values that organization have, and I would say this is something that. Most of the people understand, not all the people know it, but basically they know that there are kind of elements of strategy that exist somewhere. But I think there's a kind of a new dilemma, and you mentioned already communication. For me, communication is also the strategic, strategic elements or uh, strategic element of the strategy, meaning that we have to communicate the strategy in proper way to our people. And by communication, it's not only just giving, giving them the statement that we formulate on the top level of our organization. It is also transferring, transfer, tra translating the strategy or the statement into their daily task. That's correct. And, and actually, to understand how all of that plays out. So let's go back to the process of the strategy, right? Process strategies usually is how, how that works. So uh, the, 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 the leadership in a business or an organization would gather the brilliant mind and relevant people and stakeholders and, and put them in one rooms and, and they basically do their best on defining what kind of a mission statements or vision statements or strategy statements. And they put them on the whiteboard and then they vote on which one is the right ones. And this is becomes the, the, the business strategy. That's the process. It's an imperfect process, but we needed that process. We needed to start from somewhere. I think where, where most businesses fail is not because they haven't done a strategy or uh, haven't got a strategy of their own. It's just because the communication failed or in a way that they've got that statement, but only that statement speaks to the people who create it, doesn't speak to the people in the floor, the ones who actually will carry the burden and the actions of executing that um, uh, statement. And to your point, that's right. It's, it's, it has to speak to everyone. So it has to details uh, what people has to do, what role they play in organizations, and, 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 and actually what kind of culture we, we want to have and what kind of roadmap we, we, we're taking. It has to speak to everyone. Otherwise, it's just you asking your builder to build your house without telling what your house looks like. It's just a, a blind shot. Yeah, it's true. But here I will be kind of a bad cop. There are research from some, some time ago, there was a research conducted by Gallup Institute. And actually, majority of the leaders, and it is like more than 90%, doesn't know what are the elements of the strategy of their organization. Despite that fact, the organization working somehow and maintain. So why we need the strategy if the people don't know them? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's actually an effective process. It's just you started somewhere, but you never take it to the finish line. So you start having defining your strategy, and then say, here you go, guys. Um, that's the direction we're going to, and everyone gonna look to everyone gonna look to the, to the guy or the person next to to, to them, and they say, okay, what should we do with that? They don't know, 
And this is where there's a whole of exercise, to, and we discussed this offline, there's a whole of exercise how you can translate that statement to actionable steps. And this is, goes down to the you know, top down, right? And, 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 and actually, there is a very important reverse cycles as well. It's like we're going to talk later about how the, the strategy evolves, how it become more agile instead of just a rigid statement. We're going to talk about that. And this is where it's, it's, it becomes a, a bottom-up. This is actually a two-way road. Good. And I think this is also, or oh, it can be linked also to this new approach that uh, was uh, described some time ago by Simon Sinek this infinitive game, meaning that organization go forward and there is no winning and losing. They just maintain their business uh, and they are, actually they are competitors, but uh, they are not treat them like, a, like real competitors. They just want to build the best product on the market and sell it to, to everybody. Exactly, it's just stay in the game. It's yes. just, the, the role is to stay on the game and pick up your game, shape your games. Um, it is, isn't, uh, isn't really about winning and losing. Good. Currently in 2020, we have a crisis. And I think the strategy is the most important fact, fact in, in our organization nowadays. Uh, tell me, what is the kind of adoption, uh, the strategy in organization in current situation, meaning how fast they need to adopt the strategy and how, how fast they need to kind of adjust their strategy to the current situation? Okay, so... We're fortunate right now, we, we're a few, um, less than three weeks away from, uh, from the end of the year. And, and actually, it's, it's very important right now to start reflecting on what had happened in 2020. It's, it's by all standards, the most challenging and, 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 and stressful situation that every business has faced. And actually, that has been a, a real stress um, test to all of the strategies and actually if the most strongest company they all everyone has struggled in, at some point so if we go and reflect back and look how how executives business leaders organization behaved when the crisis happened so in terms of the leaderships or the executive people ceos and and, and and else they they behaved in two ways so first they've been decisive reactions so they they face a crisis and they have to adapt they have to make quick decisions to just make, as to your point, to, to keep the business uh, survival rate sustainable. And then on a second element of that, they've been a rabbit in, innovate, in, innovators. So it's meaning they accelerated what they have planned to do in a very quick way to ensure that they will be ahead of the game. On the other side of the game, so the organizations had to adapt to. So they've been... Uh, reacting quickly to a crisis, just if you pick a few few examples of that, people's had to shift their working environment to completely remotely, have to figure out an IT solutions and what platforms they have to use and, and have to um, 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 kind of shape a cultures of the new norm or the new working environment. But also they had to onboard a train of accelerated uh, innovations. So whatever they've decided to do in three, four years in the future, they have to all cram it in in one year in 2020. So... Is actually if to recap that in a nutshell, nothing had changed of what we used to do. The only change is the speed and the rhythm of the music, right? So the the, the intervals of decision making process get shorter. But we still do exactly the same things as if we'd done it in five years. We need to do it a bit in shorter period of time. And I think actually this is something that is not understood by understand by Ed and if any 
this is something that is not understood by by the people who run the organization uh, if we observe the market the people are actually waiting for coming back to the environment before the before the pandemic meaning that actually they are not adjusting to the current situation but they trying to maintain in this period when we actually are slowing down and what we should do we actually should speed up our strategy and be able to adjust quicker to what we wanted to achieve in the shorter period of time now and i think it's it's, it's really interesting now it's just we are, we are, I'm, I'm having kind of an, an, an wild thoughts so we talked last time is that any changes that and that's been proven any changes that last more than 60 days it's permanent so if we shift in, for example, we talking we talked last time about working environment. We're going to talk more about it as well um, uh, in the futures. If we think of it, that change lasted way beyond the sixty days. So actually, there's no way back. There's no going back to a prior crisis working environment. The fun fact, but but the, but being in operating in a working environment for that long is. It was our comfort zone, so it's so hard to make people shift their mind and tell them simply, we're not going back. They will take a, a lot of time processing what's going to come next. And it's not only the working environment, it's just we're going to shift the, our culture, the way we operate as a businesses, because... The change is there already, right? And 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 we we can't we can't we can't just reverse our wheels and say we can. We hope that we're gonna go back to what it has been in twenty nineteen, for example. That's what not happened. Yeah, it's it's true. There's very, there's very famous chart or kind of a change management curve implementation that uh, divide the, and it is mostly related to the people. So how the people are able to adopt. To the new environment but let's try to look at this uh, at this curve in terms of organization so we're saying that there are innovator and early, early adopters and those are the let's say 20 percent of all organization that are going to adopt very quickly to the upcoming changes can you talk us through what actually does it mean for the organization and what they can gain by being those first who adopt the new way of working so I, I think it's very very important to to look at it from the perspective that most of the because the crisis happened so sudden everyone being forced to be in the category of being the innovators they have to figure out their ways right but there's a trick in here and there's a catch too so so the, the if you look at the cost benefit it wasn't an easy ride like to be in early or uh, being an innovators but we learned it through. So we made it through. Now we, we, we're heading to, to, toward the end of the year and we, we made our way through and most of the organization is dead. Um, and, and they will leave the benefit, of course. They will leave the benefit because there's, there's many, uh, many um, advantages to an organizations and opens even a different perspectives for organizations, whereas we're going to look and you don't need any more to have a physical office. You don't need to have your employees in the proximities. And this is going to open the horizon even further. Do you really need the people to be all in the same countries at some point? I don't think so. So every organization will leave that benefits. So that's from the organization perspective. Let's look from the people perspective. People will, will have hard time. A lot of them will have hard time accepting the new realities. Others will adopt. 
So they are the ones who can adopt. They will not look. They will not narrow their searches. For example, of careers and only their proximities being in metropolitan cities. They are just gonna move out to the cities. They're gonna find trying to find opportunities even outside the country because just work remotely become possibilities. Everyone now, if you look into the job advertisement, you you, you can see that this is a really increasing trend. Um, others will struggle. They 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 don't want to move. They want to just wait and see. But those guys, they will be in a risk of not being on that train. When a train passes the station, it's already too late to adapt. And, and, and again, so the change is not happening in all the organizations and peoples, but also policymakers. So if you look to, to the trend right now, it's like everyone is moving outside of metropolitan cities. They're heading to the surrounding the, of the agglomerations. That's going to short term cause a stress on the infrastructures, right? And a lot of investment will be needed there. So it will be on the advantage of all of these small towns that are around the big cities because they're going to host a lot of people's um, inflows from the big cities. But big cities, on the other hand, will lose a bit of their revenues because if the residents moves out, and then there's going to create the pressures on their revenues. So, so actually, everyone will be stressed to be an innovators. And, every, and everyone has to, to react to that and, and accelerate their transformation journeys. But the one they decide, oh, I'm, I'm not forced to that, so I'm going to just wait and wait and see, I think they will face the challenge because it will be too late to adapt, basically. Yeah, so basically these changes is not related only to the organization. No. But basically the, the everything what is related to the organization. So the internal factor, like a people, like a strategy, but also externally looking at the even office market. Yeah. Uh, currently in London, they are they started... Uh, kind of transforming the office spaces into apartments because there is no companies who would let rent the, the space and uh, having a free spaces in the city is very expensive to keep them without uh, renting. Uh, and this, this is that's as an innovator. So the people who does that, they will leap the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. And the one who doesn't do that, they will just feel the stress later on down the road. So you're right, your point. So if you look to the real estate market, I mean, we're living in Poland and we know it's a great market and has done so far um, very good and even in the crisis times. But I think 2021 will be challenging for the office market because just the organization will, will shift. I mean, they, they don't have, they don't need all of that space. Um, and again, so I need to be careful when I say all of the office market, I think, you know, all of the, the cons- there's two ways to go. As you said, so in London, they converted the offices and apartments, but also you're going to see an increasing moves as well. In, 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 in Poland, for example, in certain offices, they convert to being, uh, you know, flexi, so it's meaning they rent on, on demand. Um, and and about that's really tiny fractions because there's certain condition has to be met. It has to be central locations and has to be good connections to, to uh, proximities and so on. But to your point, yeah, if everyone has been forced to being an innovator. And without a crisis, you have the choice. You could, you could observe an innovations or new solutions and you say, well, I want to be in that train or not. I might wait later. But in time of crisis, and this is what we alluded to, executive has to accelerate innovations, make it faster. Good, okay. So we're saying that uh, the strategy itself, oh, Maybe let's say this way, there are some certain elements of the strategy, like mission, vision or the value that we are not changing. We're changing actually the way of implementing the strategy. Exactly. If if actually we're trying to do something faster, how we can be sure that our adjustments are right? 
So how we can measure that the strategy is implemented in the correct way or adjusted in the correct way? So th this is what they, uh, we talked about in, in, in the first part when we were saying it's a two-way, right? Strategy usually it's done at, at kind of a top-down, if, if you think so, all right? And then when you do an adjustment and you have an agile structures, you're going to do a bottom-up. You hear feedbacks, so you, you embed that in your, in your roadmaps and you, you adjust your way of doing things and, and that's carry you to the future. But as you say, rightfully say, this, the, end, the end result doesn't change. Just to pick up an example, for example, you say in a strategy, I want to be in top three, whatever that market will be, right? And then in my roadmap, if I am a, a mortar and a mortar brick shop, for example, or so chains of shops, all right, my roadmap has been all the time to move in the e-commerce. So reflecting back on the change curves, I'm not an innovator. Innovator has been in Amazon and other peoples in the space, right? So I am a kind of an, in my early assumptions before the crisis, I will be probably a, an early uh, a majority, right? A join when a time is right for me. I need to build my platforms. I need to invest my, uh, my, in my IT solution, blah, 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 and so on. But because the crisis had happened, I got to accelerate that. So instead of having it in my roadmap in year three, I got to make it in year one, which is in 2020. So then the result stays the same. But to your point how that works in top-down. So first of all, how we could measure a strategy effectiveness. Strategy effectiveness does not mean a strategy is right or wrong. We're not talking about that. It's about whether people understood it or not. Because people in themselves, they don't do mistakes because they're not competent. They do mistakes because they don't understand it. Because we continue to have a statement that's only or makes sense to the people who, who wrote it, but not everyone in our organizations. And there's a simple exercise you could do for that. So there's internal and external factors to measure the success of a strategy. But if you look at the internal part of it, if you bring in a few people from the floor again, and then ask them, okay, can you summarize to me the strategy for 35 words? You will be surprised as to your points that everyone's, most of the organization doesn't have the good understanding of their strategy. Everyone from those people, they will write to the strategy in a different way. And some of them even, they're going to leave the page plank because they don't know, right? And this is the role, this is the most important role after creating a strategy, ensure that everyone understands it. Everyone, literally, not, not like few people or handful of people. Good, so basically there's an internal factor how to measure the strategy, if the people understand what they do and what is the purpose of this, this action. And then looking externally. So, so th there's many things, and we discussed this offline. So you could actually measure on your strategy, you got your KPIs or you got your dashboards, that you go through surveys, for example, for your customers, you go to your market share uh, figures and et cetera, and this is what measure your success in external environment. So you see whether actually you're hitting the milestone that you're expecting within the roadmap that you defined, or you're not already there. But, but again, it's very important that your people, because the, your people in the organizations is the one who executing on the strategy. If they understood what role they play, each one of them, each individuals, and, and driving that strategies, you will mostly see good results in your inter in external um, uh, part of your strategy success. Yeah, it's true because at the end, the people are on the bottom of our organization, serve the service to our client. Those are the people responsible for delivering our products to the, to the market. Absolutely. Ben, it was a pleasure, like, like always, talking to you. And uh, I think it was good 30 minutes that we spent uh, today. Yeah. And I think we, we're going to talk about more and we're going to have probably some more people and brilliant minds coming into the show. 
And um, yeah, it was good talking to you too, Robert. Yeah, the only thing that I wanted to add is that we already kick, kick off our linking page. So all the information you can find there, not only the podcast, but also additional uh, additional thoughts that are coming out to our minds. And we invite everyone, of course, to chip in. And, and it's, it's a, it's a, it will be a, a great learning journey for, for everyone. Good. Thank you. Thank you.